0: What happened?
1: There's no intro playing. Hey now, hey now, hey now, welcome everybody, welcome, welcome one, welcome all, welcome back to the You Need a Hour podcast. We're back after a little bump in the road, but we're here and we're going to have a good time. This is the November show, the actual November show. So good evening, good morning, whenever you listen to this, if you're driving, be careful, put your seatbelt on, Take a take a little trip with us welcome welcome back to the you need a horror podcast
0: yeah christian is uh i think you got you guys got both of us at a really interesting time uh friday saturday i work 12s both days Uh, so i'm pretty tired christian's been awake for over 24 straight hours i think i saw on social media that's right yeah it's my own fault but yeah you seem a little seem a little groggy yeah
1: that's all right, though, because I'll probably just say stuff I'm not supposed to say. Then we'll have to get rid of this episode, too. You know?
0: Yeah. Uh, I just, I mean, we, we, we talked about it on, you talked about it on a live. We talked about it on social media. So we're not really going to get into that, guys. Um, but to some of you guys that were like, I thought I saw an episode and now it's gone. Yes, that did happen. Uh, we did remove said episode to all of you that were asking me. Hey, well, if you guys edit it down, will you re-upload it? Well, you see, in my, uh, I'm not tech savvy, uh, and uh, what I was trying to edit out, I actually made that clip the entire episode. So no, that will never be re-uploaded again. That's not the only reason, but uh, yes, yeah, man, we're here. What's what's been uh, what's been going on over in uh, the land of Christian? Um, just the normal dude.
1: Um, it's a, like sometimes I forget. It's it's crazy how fast time goes by. Uh, you just when you're doing your thing every day, sometimes you forget you're alive. I don't know. I know that sounds weird, but that's how I feel sometimes. Like sometimes I'll catch myself. My life is my life is pretty routine. You know, it's it's either it's it's work record videos, run, eat, that sort of thing. And sometimes it's funny, like I'll have moments where I feel, this is where I feel like life is a simulation sometimes. Like I'll have moments where all of a sudden I almost feel like a, like a switch goes off and I realize I'm alive. I had one of those moments yesterday. I was just at work and all of a sudden I just, I swear to God, it's like a light switch gets turned on. I'm like, Holy shit. Like, I feel I've been getting like that a lot, which I don't think is a good thing because this means I'm not living in the moment, but I need to be living in the moment more. I try to take risks in my life and try to stop myself and say, let me do something different today. But sometimes it's tough because you get so used to what you do that. uh, I don't know. Maybe it's our own simulation. We put ourselves in. It's not really life itself or an actual simulation, but it's just the simulation we put ourselves in. But that's, that's what my last, month or so has been like that's what it's felt like
0: you know yeah yeah it's funny similar but unrelated note uh tonight I was driving home from work and you ever look at something and you're just like how's that real? Like how is that real? Um I was driving home and I was looking at the moon mm-hmm. and uh my son said something about it and uh like what kind of moon it was because he's big into like the moon phases right now and uh, i was like yeah yeah and i'm like looking at it for a second i'm like how is that real like like how is that real i'm not trying to get all like truman show but like how's that real like you just look at it and you're like is that real and like i'm not i'm not a conspiracy theorist at all but like sometimes you do have those moments where you're like Damn that's wild
1: I think about that too I, f- I forgot what I was listening to But it's something I, It might have been a Joe Rogan episode or something But somebody Who actually went to space said something And has not gotten out of my head First of all the idea of being in space would Probably be the scariest thing in the world to me mm-hmm. But You know we got a lot of crazy shit going on In the world right now obviously And this guy was saying Like It's crazy when you actually leave the planet and you're in space and you see, you just see earth and you see this unstoppable mass of space. He's like, once you leave that, you will just like be in shock of the problems that we go through in life and this and the wars and the and the and the death and the stuff when you realize what are we fighting about? We are a speck of nothing in this of unknown and we're fighting and we're killing each other and we're this and that. And I was thinking about that and dude, I don't know, like the worst part about working graveyards is thinking about death a lot. It's thinking about the realities of how much we don't know how much is out there. Dude, it terrifies me. What mm. the f- is in space? I mean, really though, where does it end? This makes me wonder all the time about God about it's amazing I mean seriously what is this what is all of this is there actual more life out there it's like there has to be yeah there has to be is there a parallel universe that this is exact same thing is going on except maybe me and you are Women, or like, is there some kind of weird parallel universe that's slightly off-cued where we have different names, we look a little bit different, or our Nicole, lives Nicole same, and
0: Christina, yeah.
1: Or if we're me and your lives are flipped, like you know what I'm saying?
0: Like, yep,
1: I just don't know, dude. It freaks me out, it freaks me out because what if something happens and Earth just gets out of orbit for like a second or something or the Earth stops for something to cause the Earth? I heard that if the Earth stopped spinning for even a millisecond, we would all just die because the Earth moves so fast. I forgot how how many miles per hour the Earth is spinning, but it's so fast that if, if it stopped for a second, we w- it would be like we would all be in like that submarine. Our bodies mm-hmm. would ju- like we I don't, we would all just die. Yeah, that shit terrifies me. So that's the problem of working graveyards. It's like nobody's awake. It's just me at my workstation and I think about the most terrifying shit all night.
0: Well, everybody listening right now, you you can bear witness to this. I don't work graveyards, but I'm always up super late. And Christian knows that. Like I'm even though I work mornings, I'm always up very late. So he can text me with some of these existential crises and be like, yo. I'm thinking about this shit right now. What are your thoughts on this? Because I have the same thoughts late at night and it's wild. And you know, what's funny is you're talking about, we're like this tiny speck of nothing right. in, in all of this. And that's very true. And the most wild thing that I, just a couple of weeks ago really hit me that I've just really been struggling with has been like one day this earth is going to die like whether it's solar flares sucked into a black hole, whatever, but like this planet will die. The human race will die. And not just that, this galaxy, you know, the solar system, every other solar system, every other galaxy eventually will all die. It'll all get, it'll implode, you know, whatever it is. And a new, basically all physical matter at some point will cease to exist temporarily everything in the universe it will eventually collapse on itself and it will cause and it will basically mean another big bang has to happen to then restart everything New so you life. do so you believe in the big Bang theory it's I believe I believe you can walk both lines. I believe you can have religious views and also believe in a lot of scientific fact because scientific fact is fact. I believe in the big bang theory because really in the Bible it only really talks about how, you know, God really created earth and this solar system and 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 you know, people have stretched it out and misinterpreted it over the years, but just like other intelligent life. I don't think that means that you know, God's not real. I I think that there's the Bible was just talking about how God created us and like in his image, but that doesn't mean he didn't create other shit or other things didn't create other shit. So I think you can walk both lines, but whether I believe in the actual like big bang theory, because it hasn't been proven, it is still just one of a few theories. I don't know, but I do know that something like that probably did happen. But I also know that something like that is going to have to happen again eventually because what is that – I don't know what law it is. I think it's Newton. It says uh, matter cannot be – created or energy cannot be created nor destroyed. So if at one point it is an inevitability, scientists will tell you that the entire universe will eventually collapse on itself and will cease to exist, everything. Well, that can't hold, right? Because it can't just – totally be gone so that another event is going to have to happen to shit out a bunch of solar systems again and a bunch of galaxies again and restart an entirely new billions of years cycle and the human race will be gone the human race will be completely extinct any other race that's out there in the in the universe right now will be extinct too and it's just like restarting time and that is so wild like you're going to get buried one day. I'm going to get buried one day or cremated, whatever it is. I still haven't decided on that because that freaks me out, too. But whatever that is and your loved ones and everything, eventually none of it will be here anymore because this earth is going to literally fucking explode one day.
1: And I I really think it's going to be us that do it. Pop Roach wrote a song. I forget the name of it, but it was in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, and they were spitting facts in this game. I forget the name of the song it was that one that goes my band used to cover it it's in our nature to destroy ourselves it's in our nature to kill i think it's true i think we're gonna end in, in nuclear warfare i mean i need to see oppenheimer as soon as mm-hmm. it comes out on 4k I'm, i can't wait to it's, blood- it. it's called blood brothers Blood Brothers. It's such a good song. Dun, dun, dan, 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 dan. I think yep. I think we're gonna kill ourselves.
0: Oh, Christian, I got into an argument with an associate of mine a couple weeks ago at work about that, and he was like, he said he doesn't believe that you know nuclear warfare will ever happen, and I said yeah, it absolutely will, like one hundred percent. And he's like, no, because you know everyone's gonna know the cost of that, and I don't think anyone's gonna be like okay, if I launch this nuke, then I'm going to get nuked. So it's like, you know the chain reaction you're starting. And I said, yeah. Do you trust somebody like Kim Jong-un, Vladimir Putin? He's like, no. I'm like, a guy like that would do it. And all it takes is one world leader to do it. That's it. It just takes one to be like, you know what? Screw you. because And as soon as they do, game on, baby. Nukes flying everywhere.
1: Well, it's like a big chess game now. And we're at a point to where every country – probably has to have or at least a lot of them a lot of the big countries have to have them and there's a there's a term for it but the term is america has some of the strongest nukes as as a as a as a a tactic to not want anybody else to use them i forget the name it's a war tactic i forget the name of it i was listening to something somebody talk about this but that's the only position we're in now because they exist Mm -hmm. but um
0: you're gonna know, love dude. you're gonna love Oppenheimer. I mean, I tell you that movie blew me away.
1: Yeah, well, I really like that actor, and I like the director, the human being, a lot. He's so genuine, and he's so pro physical media, which is so cool of him. Uh, Nolan, right? Nolan, mm-hmm. not Christopher <laughs> Nolan. Nolan Ryan, the baseball player. Christopher Nolan, yeah. So I'm I'm very excited to see that,
0: but um, I don't know, dude, that- like it's. I was going back to that movie when I was arguing with this. It was it was healthy debate, guys. It wasn't like a legitimate argument, but There's like no healthy
1: debate with Nick people. Don't yeah. listen to him.
0: But I it I kept going back to Oppenheimer, and I'm like, dude, you know, J. Robert Oppenheimer said this decades ago. He said <clears throat> that he gave humanity the tools to destroy itself, mm-hmm. and he it, it like imagining what that would do to someone like Mm -hmm. to weigh on your conscience, like you were so smart, and you figured something out. And the US military was like, we need you, please do this for us. And you've, you know, you had these moral quandaries about doing it, but you did it. And then as soon as you did it, you were like, what have I done? And then you watched every other country do the same thing. And they all started to amass all these weapons. And you're just like, and then as soon as you started to have regrets about it, the U S government said, fuck you. We have no use for you anymore. Like you literally won us a war and we have no use for you anymore. It's just wild. Like it's, it's just, a, it's a wild movie. It's a three hour movie. Um, I'm not one of those people that thinks, I mean, if a movie justifies its length, it justifies its length. And, uh, Oppenheimer does there, there's a lot of character work in it. Killian Murphy is incredible in the movie. Um, but yeah, it's just one of those movies, man, that I walked away from it. It was so heavy. Like it was true, it's truly heavy shit. Yeah. And like I hope when you watch it, you have the exact same experience. Like, pay attention to it, like really pay attention. And because they marketed the fact that it was an IMAX so much, there's only a couple sequences that are really IMAX worthy. A lot of it is dialogue and character study and character development and historical fact. Um but when you when you're done with that movie it it blows you away i mean you're just kind of like this this was all real this all actually happened and like knowing the weight of it all it's just it's a powerful movie yeah. yeah
1: i am excited to see that he he i it's 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 weird because like what else besides oppenheimer and batman did he do interstellar inception See, I didn't uh, like Inception, and people give me shit for that. Like, I don't get it. I don't see what was so special about that movie.
0: I, I saw didn't think it.
1: it's like these. It's it's like these people have the ability is, to. But I,
0: yeah, but I just I, South Park parodied it. Parodied it. Um,
1: I, I didn't like it. I hate his Batman movies. I'm sorry. I just don't like. You them. don't like the Dark they're Knight? Edit, they're edited so piss poor. You cannot tell me what any fight scene is. I really, it really pisses me off. It really pisses me off. I
0: like the Dark Knight a lot. I There's really no do. fight.
1: The fight scenes you you can't make sense of any of it. Nothing. You yeah, know yeah. that's not my kind of action film. Now Jared uh, Leto is that no that Jared Leto that's the that, that what's his face? Uh, the the Joker guy is incredible. There's no denying that. Yeah, oh Heath my god, Ledger. he's so good. Heath Ledger's oh it's incredible. But man, they're edited so bad I can't watch them. Just can't do it.
0: Well, good thing we got the Batman then from Christopher Ree- Matt Reeves. <laughs> Star- I like
1: that. I like that, too. But um, I don't, I don't know. I should have bought it. I never bought it. But I was just thinking to myself, I was just like, man, it was long. It was long. And um, I don't know. It's like. <laughs> it was just long. Like, I liked it, though. <laughs> it was just it's just like, I don't know. I don't know if audiences are or, or they want longer movies or if it's just if it's just these studios saying, fuck it, let the directors make it as long as they want. Let's just see. Does it, let's see if it makes a difference. If it doesn't, then, oh, well, let's save time on fucking editing hours. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. um Which is why I was happy about Thanksgiving today. I was in and out like a fast food restaurant on that day. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well I was going to say we spent the first 20 minutes having existential crises, Take which is time. fine. Yeah, we we haven't, you know, we haven't been with you guys in a while really consistently. Um obviously with the change of schedule and everything like that, you guys know, um both of us uh as the night of recording both hit some little milestones for ourselves today. Christian reached 19,000 subs and I reached 4,000. Uh both of us, you know, very very happy about that very proud of that so very appreciative to all of you guys that yeah, yeah. subscribe to us um and to all of you guys you know listening right now y'all make it worth it or we'd just literally be talking into the ether um, I don't know if I'd upload videos, if I genuinely didn't get any views, Christian, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying like, just, oh, my video didn't do that well. No. Like if I literally was getting no views, zero on everything, I probably would stop. Cause then I just feel like I'm talking to myself.
1: Yeah. But you know, what was so great about when you first start, when you first start the idea of just having a video of you on the internet, mm-hmm. that was a crazy feeling at the time. I mean, really crazy. Like when you first upload your first couple of videos, the rush of seeing it on a website was crazy. Mm. I, I dare say that's still some of the best, like for the people that just start YouTube channels, like that's a feeling it's so innocent of a feeling. And it kind of get, it kind of gets robbed as you start to build the channel because with the views come responsibilities then you get an audience then you need to deliver to that audience you got to listen to that audience give them what they want uh, and it's all it's all a blessing don't get me wrong i love youtube because of you know the the friends i've made and the people i've met and the pleasure and the the, the ability to be able to provide videos for people that enjoy but i often think back to just starting yeah and i still remember how cool it is just watching a video that you made on a website seem it seemed like it wasn't real yeah you feel because kind of before, famous
0: almost you're like i'm on the yeah. internet
1: because before that you had e-bombs world and i don't even i'm sure you could upload e-bombs world but it, it didn't even cross your mind as a kid going on e world thinking about uploaded stuff. You just figured here's this bunch of weird videos you can watch.
0: Hell yeah. I, I actually don't like
1: those things at all, man.
0: I got I, these when I saw Thanksgiving and I didn't finish them. So,
1: yeah, but no, it's a, it's tough. It's tough. As you grow, as a, as growing a channel, I, I dare say is much harder than starting a channel. In my opinion, like starting a channel, it's only a, it's only a mental hub, but growing a channel is, is a, it's tough. It's just a lot of work, and you know, I'm very blessed and grateful to be where I'm at. But people don't see the sacrifices that you got to make, and how yeah. how like when 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 you guys see a video from me, whether it be six, seven, eight minutes, like I'll spend four, five hours a night just were editing recording and stuff. And believe me, I'm not complaining. I wouldn't do it. I don't have to do it. But man, you gotta work your ass off to maintain the channel. So it, it's it's all good though. I'm not complaining. I'm just I'm just uh sharing my thoughts, I guess. You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean all that's true. And it especially for me over the last couple months I've like really really made it a point to try to upload <laughs> damn near every day you know i don't every day but i've been doing a lot better at it and because of that my live streams with justin have kind of been slipping and we haven't really been doing them as often because i've just finding myself like work full-time toddler half the week and then at night recording recording sacrifices
1: yeah yeah now now you see man that's why we couldn't do these that's why we couldn't do these once a week more just when you dedicate that time to it, it takes a lot out of you, dude. Mm-hmm. It just does. You know, it sacrifices, but anyway, ultimately, dude. it's the best for you because it's growing your channel. You know, and that's mm-hmm. great. You know, that's great. And you, I, you know, I'm not taking credit for your channel growing over the last month or so, but because of our change, I've noticed that you've been, you know, putting the hammer down a little bit more so well, i mean that's good
0: i uh, october i do i every october at least since i rebranded like two and a half years ago i have really in that month just i miss coasters rb
1: on nine dude i miss I it. <laughs> coasters it wasn't, it wasn't marketable christian yeah, but it was fucking cool, dude. And,
0: and my channel ended up having nothing to do with coasters. So it was just like, what the fuck? That's but, what
1: made it even cooler. It's just like, yeah, no, what's your channel name?
0: Coasters to 09 Oh, nine. Mind you. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it, October is always the month that it's like I'm uploading every day. Like I'm, I'm not playing many video games. I'm not watching much for fun. Like I'm watching movies in October. Not I don't. I don't know how to word that. No, I get it. I want to watch these movies, but at the same time, you feel like you're cheating on the month of October and on your subscribers, if you do not watch them and do videos about them. So it's like, I just like the last October, I thought that my channel, like I had never seen a month like that. I got like 150 subs last year and you know, it was like 25,000 watch hours, something like that. I was like, wow, you know, that's big for me this past October, 300 subs. 42,000 watch hours, you know, stuff like that. And I was like, holy crap. Like, I almost doubled everything that I had done from the previous October. And part of that is learning the algorithm, learning what people are clicking on, what they want to watch from you and what they don't want to watch. But at the same time, in October, I did a litany of things. I didn't just sit, okay, we're only doing Michael Myers Halloween stuff every day. No, no. I talked about Terrifier. I talked about. Uh, I did four different videos on 10 movies to watch in October. Like I really branched out because I wanted to bring as many people on board as I could, because YouTube just helps me in October. puts my channel out there? I I, part, I algorithm, I I don't get it, but like October is like, all right, here's your time. And, and I'm, I'm still doing well in November. You know, I, I really am. And I'm, I'm happy about that, but you immediately notice, I don't know if you noticed, but like right after October ends, your uploads dip a little bit. You know, they dip a little bit in viewership. They dip a little bit in average view duration. It's almost like people are in, like, they just have the kind of blues. I don't know. Well, I've got the blues, dude. Like,
1: I have no problem admitting to you, I am so burnt out on horror movies. I I just am. I don't, I, I don't know if I'm alone, if anybody listening or if you feel like this. Uh, I'm just burnt. I really am. Like, I've been watching nothing but like comedies action movies and sitcoms lately that's it i have no desire to watch horror movies now thanksgiving was fun don't get me wrong i had a great time but i have been so fucking burnt just spent on it
0: i just have yeah i mean i i haven't watched since october 31st i've watched three horror movies they were all in theaters I have not watched a horror movie at home since October ended. I just, yeah, same. I've just been kind of like, okay, in October, I went hard. I mean, every night I was watching something. I was like, all right, yeah, I'm going to take a break a little bit. Um, But I think it's a good segue to get into what we're here to talk about tonight. Eli Ross Thanksgiving. Uh, Christian was putting all his chips in. (laughs) on Eli Roth yeah. and on Thanksgiving. And uh I just watched Christian's review. Yeah. Um, so I I get I got his general thoughts. Uh uh-huh. I debated whether or not I was going to watch it before we did this. And I was like, I'll watch it. Whatever. I kind of want to gauge the temperature here. Um but I don't know man. And your 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 thoughts here, you know what how are we feeling?
1: I enjoyed it. I did. I thought it was I thought it was a fun slasher film. You know, I I did I liked uh, I don't really have anything to complain about. I really like seeing Tim Dillon. I was surprised nobody I I was actually more sad that nobody that saw it was like mentioned him. I guess I guess he's still kind of like a cult guy. Although Tim Dillon's got like a bunch of Netflix specials and stuff, and he's got a great podcast. But I loved I just was I marked out when I saw Tim Dillon in this movie because I love him so much. He's so funny. He was the security guy. Mm-hmm. that had the cat, you know, in his little apartment. I loved Tim Dillon. Oh, my God. So seeing him was so great. It was my kind of movie. It's a it's a comedy. It's a horror comedy. You know, it was actually a lot more comedic than I kind of thought. Um, But the thing that I realized when I was watching Thanksgiving. I, I saw people kind of saying, like, oh, it's a scream movie. And I don't know if it was meant as a slight or not. And I was thinking, well, yeah, it is kind of like a screen movie, but there's no baggage. There's no disappointment. Because you don't have the baggage of Stu Mockers, is he going to show up this time? Because that's everybody wants. So this movie was like a screen movie, sure. But you didn't have to worry about being let down by some sort of reveal. You were literally just guessing who it was. Um, This time, I actually did have a I did guess who it was. (laughs) Because I was like, this guy is so not obvious. To me, throughout the movie, I was like, it's, it's got to be this guy. They're not going to make it one of the... I guess, can we talk about the spoilers? Well, I, guess- I was just about to
0: say, this is a spoiler warning now, guys. So if you haven't seen Thanksgiving and you don't want to be spoiled, uh, go watch it uh, because we're going to get in-depth about the movie, so we're going to talk about stuff. So that's your warning. And yeah, have the floor with that. I mean, Patrick Dempsey.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I liked him. I mean, I my favorite scene of the movie was... What's interesting is I think that Eli could have made this more serious if he wanted to. I think the floor was there to do that, but I like what he did. Like, the store, the Black Friday stuff. Dude, I love that scene so much because as funny as it is and how over the top it is, sadly, that's not exaggerated. It's just not. Which kind of made it even more funny to me because... I think it was 2012, 2011 or 2012. I remember I had an iPhone 3GS, so that should tell you what kind of year it was because I loved that phone. That's one of my favorite phones I ever had. I think it was just a tank. I couldn't break it. I could I could throw it, hum it. I had an OtterBox on it, but I loved that phone. Kind of weird to say, but my point is, I just remember I had that phone. so It was probably 2012 or 11. And we went to Walmart one night. My dad wanted this damn phone like smartphones were really becoming like a thing.
0: Yeah. The Obama phone,
1: the Obama, that's what he called it. The Obama <laughs> phone. And sure enough, he convinced me at like eight o'clock at night to go to Walmart on Thanksgiving day. So we went and Nick, I'm telling you, I I was scared. I mean, yeah. legitimately scared. You, it, it was like the end of the world. And it was every man for himself. Like people, people were pushing you, getting out the way, trampling. They had these little stationaries throughout the aisles of Walmart. They actually cleared closed sections out of the way and had like these little things with wrap around it. And when people came in, they were ripping the wrap across the stuff and it was phones and there was this one guy. I'll never forget it. This one guy grabbed like four or five of these phones in these like, it was like those old toy packages these phones came in packages they had like the little it was like the cardboard the little hooks like they were like toys on a rack it was weird i don't know why they had these packages the guy grabbed like four or five of them and he had them like this and he sees his friends like and he's tossing the phones to his friends you just see these guys in the air reaching over the crowd catching the phone it was insane and of course my dad did not get what he wanted he eventually was like let's go we gotta go we gotta go he was scared too so it was that crazy and I'm sure there had to have been accidents with people dying. I don't know. Is Black Friday still like that? Are stores still doing the six o'clock Thanksgiving day thing? Cause I don't pay um, attention as much.
0: Yeah. But also uh, a lot of stores went with the formula of they do it like the week of Thanksgiving. Um, because so try to alleviate like,
1: it a little bit. And just... yeah.
0: And then, but also cyber Monday. Cyber really it's just started to yeah. kick Black Friday's ass. Like people would rather stay home and, and order stuff online. And, and I totally get that. But I can tell you, I went Black Friday shopping once when I was 14 or 15 with my friend's family. Yeah. No, Scary. I it, you're you're not, yeah. P- anybody that hasn't done it, you you don't understand. I mean, it really is masses of people outside of buildings, like, and it's not like a line. It's like a glob of people waiting for those doors to open. Uh-huh. And when they do, I never forget, we waited outside Walmart. They opened the doors at midnight, and people just started running, Yeah, running, and, like, back to the TVs and, uh, you know, where the consoles were and the video games and the movies. That's where everyone was going. And yeah. that's where we were going, too. So I love that scene.
1: Um. Honestly, I was thinking about this. I woke I woke up about an hour ago just sitting there and collecting myself and you know it probably is my favorite horror film of the year to be honest with you. I think I even like I even said I was like, look, it this movie is what it is. It's a it's a slasher film, no more, no less. So I forgot what I don't know if I gave it a rating, I can't remember. But the rating is really kind of irrelevant to me it really is the rating of the film is really kind of irrelevant in this situation to me i just had fun dude and honestly it to get something like that that i know will probably be a cult classic and people it's it's now hey what thanksgiving horror movie you watching next year you're gonna have (laughs) you got one answer thanksgiving so it's like it really it's like a line and it's like a it's like sticking the flag in the sand kind of movie where it's like, hey, Thanksgiving is the new Thanksgiving horror movie, which is also kind of funny that there hasn't been a movie called that. You know, because honestly, I, I like Blood Rage, the 80s slasher film, but I'm, I'm like, I've seen it enough. I'm, I'm I've seen it enough. I've just seen it enough. So, like, I don't really feel like watching that again. Like, I, I really think it's cute how a lot of people. They have their excuse me, they have their traditions. Oh, it's Thanksgiving. Let's watch Blood Rage. Oh, it's ho- It's uh, Halloween. Let's watch all the Michael Mar. Like, I get all that. And then oh, it's Chris. Let's watch Silent Night, Deadly Night. God, I've just, I've done it for years. I've done it for years. I mean, and I, no offense to like Silent Night, but it's not like Christmas Vacation. Like, I, no. I'll watch that every year. Like, Christmas Vacation. You're not an American if you don't watch it. You know what's funny, Nick? Like, really quick, let me segue. What's the special, what's so special about a Christmas story? Like, honestly, Why do people love that movie so much?
0: What am I? I like it, but
1: it's like, dude, they play it
0: perfect because I was listening to I listened to the podcast version of this, uh, the local Pittsburgh radio show every day uh, during the week Uh because they're talking about the Steelers. And this week during one of their segments about the Steelers, one of the hosts was like they were talking about Christmas movies and he was like, elf trash. And then they, the, everyone, they started ganging up on him. They're like, oh no, Elf is great. Elf is great. And he's like, oh, my favorite one's a Christmas story. And they went in, they were like, what is it about Boo. that? Movie? Yeah. Like, like, why do Boo. people like that movie? And I'm sitting there going, yes, dude, I don't like it. Yeah, I, Okay. I don't it's think just it's all right. Crashed, but it, yeah, it's, it's just so bland. Like,
1: I think it forced its way. It forced its way into pop culture because one year, we were at Sydney's parents' house for Christmas Day, and I'm not kidding, Nick. One channel, literally. I, I this was they, like they play
0: it all. They play it all day. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yep. And they forced its way. It's forced its way into pop culture. And it's, it's also its some way. of the
0: identifiable stuff in it is the reason why it has like the the tongue to the the lamp the, leg. The, yeah, and 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 the lamp leg, the tongue getting stuck to the pole, and then you, the, you'll shoot your eye out. Like those became like things in pop culture but that movie man you watch it and i walk away from it every time and i'm like i do not understand no i do love this movie
1: you know what you know it needs to become m- more popular i mean it's popular don't get me wrong but fucking bad santa oh yeah you remember when <laughs> you remember when he's you remember when he's at the uh food court he's eating salad and the woman comes up look johnny it's santa i'm on my fucking break lady <laughs> and he's got salad
0: <laughs> yes it was so irate what's messed up though is bad santa man that ending always made me really it's a
1: tearjerker
0: yeah it always made me really sad but uh, yeah we're we're not gonna get off the we get we'll do a christmas episode next month guys all right you'll, you'll get all of this but <laughs> i do yeah no i agree with with the thanks the thanksgiving uh like being that staple um and i'm i'm here for it i'm i'm excited for that i i think that my only wonder though christian is should they have really rele- <clears throat> should they have released it like a week earlier i don't know and the i know the, that made. i know the marbles or whatever which flopped anyway um because superhero movies are not in good shape right now um you're canceled i mean i'm just i'm just speaking the truth you know it too so yeah but i i I need need
1: to yeah sorry i could go off on another tangent
0: i know i know people are burnt out on it guys we don't we don't need these superhero movies every three months um but the reason i ask is simply just because you get this weekend and then thursday up until thursday and then it's christmas season right and i just feel like it's gonna have a week in theaters where people go see it and
1: then I think this movie was pro- you could you could probably tell me. I don't think that this movie cost a ton. Fifteen million. Okay, that's more. And than it's I thought
0: looking I- like it's going to open in the United States uh, between ten to twelve million for opening weekend. Now, guys, listen. It only opened in thirty two hundred theaters, so it's not a limited release. That's not limited, but right now bigger movies are opening anywhere from 4,000 to 4,400 theaters in the U S. So it's got about a thousand less theaters than most like big releases do when they release. Also it's a R rated slasher movie called Thanksgiving. So this is a win. The opening weekend is absolutely, it can't be spun any other way. And, and the trades are saying that too, like, Hey, this yeah. is a good result. Um, the question is how does this do overseas? Cause this is an American holiday.
1: Yeah, because this isn't Thanksgiving in like October in Canada.
0: Yeah, something like that. And then there's a bunch of countries that don't even recognize anything like Thanksgiving. So, do they name I, it something
1: else in those territories? I don't know. You know what? That's a good question. I don't know what I don't know what kind of following Eli Roth has overseas. I'd imagine, I'd imagine in like Germany and other countries like that, probably has a strong presence. Wasn't that where hostile movies? Yeah. Play?
0: Europe, Europe. <laughs> I, I, that's what I was going to say Europe, maybe. I mean, I, I just think that you're going to, you're going to see this movie. It's going to make its money back. And then some, like it will be profitable and it'll be a win for uh-huh. Sony. And I, I got to give, I have to give a shout out to, to Sony, to TriStar, you know, to everybody involved, spyglass, because you know, this too, they marketed the fuck out of this movie. And I loved to see it. You saw it on social media. You would see the trailers in every theater that when you went to see a movie, they really marketed this movie.
1: Yeah. I yeah, I um I really like how over the top the gore was too. Um like cause <laughs> It's funny that you put some of these slashers under a you put some of these people under a mask and somehow they have the ability to cut straight through a neck. <laughs> you know? And uh that shit kills me. But there was one scene where one of the kids had like a Russian dad or something, which kind of threw me off all of a sudden. The dad shows up halfway through the movie, he's Russian. There was no cuts here, folks. The Russian dad. It just threw me off. Like, this all of us, like, was he Russian? Was that what he was? German, yeah. Russian? And her name
0: was Yulia. Yulia. I
1: see, I guess that just went over my head because when her yeah. dad shows up in the movie and he's Russian, I was like, huh? Um. You know what's funny? Okay, so the lead actress in the film,
0: what was, her, what, what, is that a famous, is she a singer or something? Or like, what's her thing? No, no, the lead actress is not. It was the friend, Gabby, that, um, the one that was at the table with him that got gagged and her boyfriend got his head smashed in. She's the one, Addison Ray. She's the really popular TikToker. She also is a singer. Yeah, that's. But the, the main actress, I think this was like her debut, really.
1: Oh, she did. Yeah, I like. Yeah, it's like. With movies like this, everybody has to be in perfect harmony. Because if you do, like, a good, to me, a good horror comedy, nobody can purposely try to be funny. No. Unless it's slapstick. Like, Dracula Dead and Loving It, obviously. Like, like you know, that over, that Mel Brooks kind of shit. Like, that's, that works. But even then, that's tough to pull off. And God only knows there's a f- only a few Leslie Nielsen's that walk this earth. Where you just laugh looking at the guy. But, yeah, everybody has to be in perfect harmony. And I feel like people are way too hard on horror comedies because they're so tough to pull off. I really do. I think people are really, they, they're really hard on them. But when it's done good, it's it, it's it's so tasteful. And I thought Thanksgiving was done very well. And when you get comedians in the mix in a little bit, I thought Tim Dillon, again, I, I had to bring him up again. I'm just a big fan. I thought he was used so well. <laughs> what do you I think when he was a security guard up in the front people i thought what he said he was like jesus christ you guys are gonna get your damn waffle iron <laughs> yeah. thinking to myself yeah. like that's just funny because what well here's my one question why didn't the killer use a waffle iron as a weapon throughout the movie because that would have been poetic right because all of this shit was apparently over waffle irons and people yeah. were going nuts like i wish he would have used the come on eli but anyway no i thought i really it's just like I really liked it. I had a, I had a lot of fun with it. Um, I have a bad feeling, though, just for the physical media fans out there. I have a bad feeling because this is a modest movie They may not do any kind of cool 4K release. Which, you know what? Yes. Not everything needs to be 4K. I get that. But um, I don't it's know. It's Sony, though. I mean, it is Sony. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just, look, I, like I said, I think the rating on this is kind of irrelevant. Because it's just a slash fun slasher film. I just... I I had a great time. It was quick. It was exactly what the doctor ordered. And, um... You know, the the look of the... The look of the killer, I guess, was kind of cool. I don't know what else you really could have done. Um... But like I said, it's just funny to me, and I like it. I'm not hating, but it's funny to me that when you you take these human beings and you put a mask on or under them, all of a sudden they're they're cutting straight through a head, clean severing heads, like nothing. There was that one shot where the girl that was working at the diner, which I love. Any movie that has like diner scenes in it wins me over. Oh, yeah. I love Same. I love diner aesthetic. You know what I mean? I wish I had yeah. like, especially like like Psycho three, two and three that bullet train diner. They, yeah. they literally look like like it looks like a section of mm-hmm. a train or mm-hmm. like a big Airstream diner. Is yep. that what they're yep. called? Yep. I love that stuff. You win me over with that. But anyway, the waitress, she gets pushed onto the freezer door, her skin, ugh, like stuff. Like that. I love that. That was a good, the thing about the suspense in this movie too, it was like, it was, it was fun suspense. It wasn't like, heart beating out of your chest like oh my god oh my god it was just fun because it's like he's coming where's he at where's he at so that was just so refreshing to me it really was i feel like that type of movie theatrically wise is dead like i don't feel like you see movies like that i don't really like i see the similarities with scream but i also i i also don't uh i feel like thanksgiving was a lot more I hate to say the word authentic, but I just feel like it was much more of a real authentic type of old school slasher film, which and I don't want to make.
0: Not just that, man, but let's let's be honest. We probably gonna piss somebody off with this, but screenplays are a little too safe nowadays. Whereas well, I agree. this movie didn't. I mean, you're talking about the diner scene. I don't even know the physics of how that woman got cut in half but it was just the lid of a dumpster but it was awesome. <laughs> That's what I'm saying like they get superpowers. Yes. Like it was awesome. Like and to your point about these kind of movies and how you know it's almost like dead nowadays. Like it's like a dead art. Dude, I saw this in a pretty packed theater and people were going for it. It was I, uh, yeah, man,
1: like I they had a good time. Yeah,
0: I have not had a theater audience like that, and I can't tell you how long. I mean, people were having fun. People were laughing. People were going oh at stuff. and I'm I was sitting there multiple points and I'm just like, I love like I love this. Like I love this so much. Like this is so fun. This makes it so much better. And it made it for me where there were moments where I would laugh at something. I could like laugh out loud and not feel weird because everybody else was into it. So there were a couple points where I was like ha, like out loud. That's and I didn't great. I yeah, it, it was just a great, great experience. And when it was over and the credits were playing, I was I was like typing up my tweet review of it. And I was still sitting in my chair and a couple rows in front of me. Oh, you're tweeting
1: in the movie theater?
0: When it ends, yeah. I usually <laughs> I usually send out my quick review of a movie before I even get to my car. And uh
1: that's that's good. you're not texting while well, you're yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so I'm I'm sitting there typing it and a couple rows in front of me, this middle aged lady and I think, you know, her husband or whatever, they get up and they had two friends with them, I think, and she said out loud, it's one of the best movies we've seen in a while. And I was just like, That's so awesome. Like that's that's so awesome because like and I said in my review, I love a movie like Thanksgiving. Because it is not controversial at all. It's, it's just not. Like, it's not going to piss people off. You're not going to have people in, like, two camps. It is literally just either, yeah, it's fine, whatever. Not really my thing. Or you had a blast with it. But no one's going to be like, you're so dumb for liking this movie. Like, no, it's, it's just not going to piss anybody off. I love movies like that. I really do. So, but you said you saw Dempsey coming. Look, when they announced that Dempsey is I didn't, in the movie. I, I didn't see
1: it coming. I guessed it right is what I said.
0: Okay, okay. Because I thought the same thing when they announced the cast like a year ago. I was like, Patrick Dempsey, he's going to be the killer. Then I'm watching the movie, and I'm like, he's not the killer. I thought
1: it was the it's deputy. Of the boyfriends. Oh, I deputy. thought it was the
0: deputy. Yeah, I was like. And then when they did the Bobby reveal where she's like, it's Bobby. It was so anticlimactic. I was like, no, it's not. I like i know it's not wait why that was so unceremonious like that's that's the end no way no fucking way and my favorite part about the reveal of patrick dempsey being the killer was as soon as it was revealed he went full schlock like it was awesome he immediately is like he says jessica there will be no leftovers yeah. Like it was awesome like, I, I just, and there's so much about that, like, ending, that that third act that's just, like, so over the top and, like, implausible. But, like, I'm watching it, and I'm like, this is Eli Roth, though. Like, this is Eli Roth doing what he does best. This is what I wanted this movie to be. Like, you remember Cabin Fever, the fucking roundhouse kick pancakes. Like, every, that's Eli Roth, dude. Like, that's just who he is. I mean, yeah, it, he, it was just him firing on all cylinders, and I, I loved it for that.
1: Yeah, and he's got a lot of power now. He's like a big, pro- he was big producer and everything. But it, it, I'm, I hope to see him. It's funny because, like, uh, when I go to my grandma's house, she she still has like cable and stuff, and she'll be flipping through sci-fi and stuff, and it it'll be like coming up next, Eli Roth's Haunted Graveyard door. Like, I'm like, what? <laughs> like his name's on so much shit. But like for him, like he's one of the last people that has the ability to make that kind of film. I feel and get it pushed to theaters. I mean, looking back, the last time I enjoyed a movie to where I really had two thousands nostalgia feels was um, that James Wan movie, Malignant. Um, fuck man, I love that movie so much god damn great like i felt i felt like i just pulled out a block but i just got home from blockbuster and turned that on and that may not be something younger audiences can relate to you know i i can see younger people that may not be fair i but but maybe maybe i'm maybe i could be correct in some instances i could see some younger audiences not getting getting that kind of getting that kind of emotion from a movie like this because these movies i've i think when you took when we paused for a second i was looking at my comments somebody said that was like oh it's kind of like the my bloody valentine remake i guess so like that kind of that fun factor that it had Mm -hmm. and it um i don't know dude like i want more movies like that but then again if we get more and more i wonder if it would stop being special but I don't know. It probably was my favorite movie of the year, dude. Like it may not be the highest rated movie of the year for me, but like I said, sometimes like ratings are just not everything to me. I just think like if of all the movies I've seen this year, I'd go watch I'd go watch that again tomorrow cuz I really don't I really don't think the reveal affects no the viewing experience that much at all.
0: Doesn't make or break the movie. I really don't think it does. What made you know? this movie was how fun it was. You know, like how nasty some of the kills were, how just like over the top. You know another thing I love about that, Christian, is that with the style of movie this movie is, the actors were still giving like this wasn't like B level acting and, and story, like no. It was B movie like in the sense of like it was cheese, it was schlock, it was over the top in and, and the kills and, and uh whatnot, but like it was still very lived in, very real. Like it felt very real, and I, it takes a good director, I think, to to walk that tightrope of not having the entire thing seem just okay. This is just corny.
1: Exactly. That's why I say I think people are way too hard on horror comedies. It's so hard to pull off.
0: And specifically, Eli Roth. I know a lot of people do not like him.
1: What's up with that? Like I, I, I. Is it because? He- is it because he's so in everybody's faces with he his name is on a ton of stuff? Eli Roth presents. I think you see that more than anything mm. nowadays. Like, I'm trying to understand what it is because. I love Cabin Fever. Yes, I love Hostel. Yep, I like Hostel 2 and I even like Hostel 3 a little bit. I know Hostel <laughs> yeah, 3 is kind of like a shit. He directed people, two,
0: but... but did he direct two as well?
1: I don't, I could, I I don't know. I'm just, I was just saying that I liked them, but he might've directed two. Let's see.
0: I think he did. Uh... Yeah, he did. Yeah. So he, yeah, I, I, I agree. I, a uh, hostile, hostile part two, cabin fever, all bangers. Um, well
1: the funny thing is, and then you got knock, knock, which I think is a knock, knock is crazy. I've never seen it. Oh, I it's, it's, it's Keanu Reeves too. I, it's really, it's really something else.
0: Um, he directed Green Inferno as well, right?
1: Yeah. Which is basically a remake of Cannibal Holocaust. So, but you didn't know that?
0: No, I knew that. Christian, huh? I shared Addison Ray's photo, the actress from Thanksgiving, and she liked and viewed my story. Hell yeah, that's what she has 36 million followers. Hell yeah. Sorry, that's damn 36,
1: 36 million.
0: Yeah, she's the fourth most popular TikToker like ever, which is, I guess that's where she amassed her following was TikTok. Um, That's, that's wild. That's so wild. Like I, I didn't even know who this girl was a couple days ago. And then I see her in the movie and I, I like her in the movie. Obviously she's very pretty. And I was listening to her music. And I was like, oh, this shit kind of slaps. Like I was like, I want to follow her on social media. And she posted like a oh Thanksgiving is out. And it was like a couple of slide photos. And uh I just shared one of the photos to my story and I got on Instagram and I was like, No fucking shit. There's it's probably not her. When you have thirty-six million followers, you probably have people that run probably so your social media. But She's that's really cool. that's cool. That's really cool. Um but yeah, um, Green. No, I knew that about Green Inferno. Sorry. That's why I was, that's, that's what I was looking at uh, when my jaw kind of dropped a little bit there. Um, I like Green Inferno. My issue with Green Inferno is I think it is the only, I don't even say it's an issue, but the, it's like one of the only uh, hostile a lot of the time, especially Hostile Part Two, but it's not what, Roth normally does. The gore is ultra realistic and super uncomfortable. And that's not really Eli's wheelhouse. Green Inferno is one of those movies. I've seen it twice. I may watch it again in my life. I own it. Uh, and it's a good movie. but It's really fucked up and like realistic. And it's just kind of those, those are uncomfortable watches where it's like this guy actually looks like he's getting his eyeballs and his tongue ripped out. Like this mm-hmm. is, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Like, it's not comical gore. Whereas you look at some, a lot of his movies, and it is kind of comically done, like this one. So, I don't know, but I guess that's just me. Because when, when you know, I'm sitting here watching Thanksgiving in the theater, there were people going "oh" at stuff, and I'm like, "What? That was fun!" Like, it's kind of like Terrifier, man. You are hearing all the stuff of people like running (laughs) out of theater and throwing up. I'm like, "What?" there's not a single kill in those movies that I'm like, Oh my God, gross. Cause the it's, it's o- yeah. The
1: only one that really got me was him pouring the salt on the girl.
0: Yeah. And then in the and first I, one, the the Saul, that one is kind of fucked up.
1: It's fu- I've never poured salt in a wound before, but I have it
0: fucking like, hurts.
1: I just, yeah, I imagine. So the fact that I haven't even felt that pain before and, but it's, it's something that's so ingrained because you just hear it all the time it made me say to myself oh god that's got to be painful so oh no like green inferno yeah it's it is very serious that's him paying tribute to cannibal holocaust 1000% that's what that movie is um i love green inferno i think it's a it's a great movie pretty, pretty respectful uh modernization of cannibal holocaust now cannibal Holocaust still will fuck you up way worse, but um Inferno, I think is good. I don't know what my favorite Eli Roth movie is probably cabin fever, dude,
0: I'm gonna tell you right now nostalgia wise cabin fever. Uh, that movie fucked me up. maybe not want to drink tap water um maybe even more afraid of razors. Mm-hmm. I don't even shave my legs um but I think this is his most fun movie. Like, absolutely. I think this is going to be the movie that is like that comfort watch for people. It's cause like the hostile movies. Yeah. There's a good 30 minutes at the beginning there where it's like drinking and drugs and sex. And you're like, Oh, this is fun. And then it gets really uncomfortable, like really uncomfortable. Whereas like this movie, man, it's just fun. Like, I think it's his most fun.
1: Alright, here's his direct... Here's movies he's directed. Cabin Fever, Hostel, Hostel 2. I'm not going to count the Grindhouse Thanksgiving trailer. Green Inferno, Knock Knock. Death Wish. The House with a Clock in Its Walls. Finn. And then he's doing something called Borderlands.
0: Yeah, the video game adaptation. (laughs)
1: I'd probably stick with ca- uh, Cabin Fever. Uh, I just watched his Death Wish remake, like r- right around the pandemic, because Pizzal really turned me into a Charlie Bronson fan. So I really fell in love with like all the Death Wish movies. But I remember watching the remake, and I was like, oh, I don't know, Bruce Willis as as uh, I forget the I forget the uh, character's name in Death Wish. But um, I actually liked it Knock Knock is good Knock Knock is really Do you know what it's about No So Keanu Reeves is a family man I forgot what his job is He's like some He may be a writer or a producer Like a music producer or something He lives in a nice house And his wife and kid Leave to go spend time with family Mm -hmm. And these two broads show up to his house And they're like Twenty twenty-one 21
0: year old girls yes 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 i haven't seen it yes but i know exact yes i know this movie but i have not seen it no i i've yeah. seen the trailer and i've i've heard people talk about it yes I, I know exactly what you're talking about
1: go watch it it's really not a horror film so i'll say if you're like me and you're fucking burnt out on horror movies it's not a horror film mm-hmm. it is a extremely dark comedy really dark. Um it's good. I think it's really good. People laugh at it and think it's like the stupidest thing ever, but I think it is great. Um so I liked it a lot. I really did. But Thanksgiving is definitely up there. Could be it could be number 2 or 3. I don't know. It just depends on what mood you're in, too. Like cuz you got to remember do like that hardcore gore shit was so popular oh, and yeah. um for for Eli to go in there with Hostel and really like it's not as iconic as saw but i mean it's it's up there
0: it so, would have been too had it been a had it been had there been more movies i really do think it would have probably uh, so yeah probably
1: so but um yeah, it's up there. I, I, you know, I I really enjoyed it. it. It was, it was, it was the right type of movie. It was in and out Uh and it was just fun. And I don't think a lot of shit is fun anymore. So it probably, it probably like, I'm, I, I'm trying to think about it. Okay. Let's let me go through the year. It's right there with scream six for me. I, yeah. I don't
0: know which one I would choose.
1: Let me go through the year I'm trying to think of everything I've seen so far I saw Renfield I saw Scream 6 Uh Demeter. E- Evil Dead I'm trying to go in order I'm just trying to okay. remember Evil okay. Dead Uh Yeah, Demeter Talk to me Talk to me Um I can't remember what else that movie, I did. I'm that may be all I've seen. It, it really wasn't, it's not been my favorite year for horror movies, to be honest with you. Yeah. Like, talk to me. I bought it. Me and Sydney watched it. I thought Sydney was going to love it. I really did. She didn't like it that much. She's just like, eh. She's like, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty good, but I just feel like it was a movie I've seen before with like, with like a, a a new a different seasoning added to it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I kind of get you, you know. Uh Renfield I loved, but that was a full-fledged comedy horror comedy. But I haven't been wanting to revisit that so much Demeter I adored, but it's very serious. It's very different. Evil Dead Rise, it's like I still like it. I I do. But Thanksgiving, it's just like, dude, it's just a cupcake. That's it. It's not a cupcake with like with Scream. It's like Scream is a cupcake with something else you don't want. Like, it's just mm-hmm. it's baggage to me. Like. You know, people will be upset when Stu is not in Scream 7.
0: Yeah, and he won't be. I know he won't be as much as I want him to be. He won't be.
1: So, that's what I'm getting at. It's just like, screen movies, they have baggage now. Because the fans want to see Stumacher's... Oh, and I saw Five Nights at Freddy's. And I saw Hell House. Hell House is three. Holy fuck. Dude. I haven't that... seen it yet, but
0: you liked it. A lot of oh people my God. liked it.
1: Sydney, who doesn't... She literally... Sydney could stare the devil in the face and not give a fuck. That's just how... She doesn't get... She even said she was like, "Fuck, some of those." She's like, I, I this is not gonna spoil anything, but she's like, "Christian, some of these shots in this movie with those fucking clowns." It's like the. Clowns it's a were, prequel, right? It's a prequel, but you don't need to see. You saw two and three. I remember you told me. You yeah, saw I saw three all three of them. Which two or three? Of them, they're, they're fine. Like they tell a story, which is unique.
0: Yeah. But beginning movie. middle and an end i
1: yeah. gotta stop i gotta stop that i am sorry i can't believe i, I have
0: sure i have, sh- have shutter i just need to watch it you i need I to watch really, dude, it. To the problem was it came out on the 30th of october and i i was like i gotta watch halloween i gotta do this and then halloween was over and i haven't wanted to watch horror movies
1: i know i watched it on halloween night and oh man dude my heart was beating but you have to set yourself up right for it you have to turn out the lights Take this thing, toss it, get under a blanket, turn that motherfucker up. These clowns, dude, I it's like, that is my favorite movie of the year. And I know that Shudder will probably, I hope Shudder does a box set on Blu-ray for all the, because Hell House has a DVD. I don't even know if two and three have releases. They may, I'm not sure. But Hell House Origins is, that's my favorite that's my favorite of all four Uh, it's as good as the first one but it's my favorite horror movie of the year okay then i'd go thanksgiving sorry eli i love you buddy but hell house llc creep me the fuck out dude always welcome to come on the show eli oh man are you kidding me i'd love i'd love to talk to eli eli he is such a historian and his knowledge in italian cinema is incredible he did Charlie Bann's podcast, which I'm so sad because Charlie, ever since the end of last year, he just hasn't done any, which I know he's busy, but uh, he had everybody on. He had Eli, Rob Zombie, and his episode with Eli was so good because Eli, it's so funny to me how, and here I go, I'm going to bring up Rob Zombie yet again. It's so funny to me how horror fans will shit on their own. They will. Mm -hmm. They will shit on Eli, who's a clear horror fanatic, fanatic historian. And they'll shit on Rob. Rob will put every horror legend who's completely out of the limelight in movies into the theater. Like, D. Wallace is always going to be an icon, but let's be honest, D. Wallace is just not in the movie theater all the time. He puts Ken Free back into the cinemas in front of people. He puts fucking Bill Moseley back into the pop culture. Like, he does all these things. It's not good enough. Eli Roth is a clear horror fanatic. People love, Eli Roth loves horror. He's a joke to people. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I never I will get it.
0: I, I don't understand. Maybe there's somebody listening that can comment down below that isn't a big fan that can try to articulate to us what it is about him as a filmmaker. I, I'm not, personal feelings aside, I mean, I don't know much about the guy personally, so I, I can't speak to that. Um, but there's a there's a group of people that just think he's a shitty filmmaker. Like, it's, it's, a, I, it's a joke.
1: Like, it. yeah. We used to joke on Region Free a few years ago, which it was very, very lighthearted. But it was like, oh, the master of horror, Eli Roth. And then, like I, I was in on the joke, but I remember like eventually I was like, you know what, though? Like. I like Eli's stuff like I, I genuinely do like, dude. Cabin Fever was one of like my senior year of high school was like that was one of the first movies I rented. And I didn't even know, I didn't know it was Eli. It was just Cabin Fever. Hey, tell me, did you watch Boy Meets World when you were a kid? No. No? Because I want to say one of the actors from Boy Meets World is in Cabin Fever. I'm pretty, it's been, it's been a while since I've seen it. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm off on that, but I'm pretty sure. But I don't know. It's like, I like Eli and he's such a sweetheart and he's so kind. He's so nice and he's so knowledgeable. I don't know, maybe maybe that shouldn't matter to people, but I don't know why it matters to me so much, but it does. It matters to me that I like him as a person.
0: No, it That's- should matter to you. We were the same way about Rob Zombie. It genuinely bothers us and it should bother us because it's like well it's why? Just, it's
1: it's sad. It's just it's just it's sad. It's like I felt so bad for him with the release of the monsters because when you look back on that dude, it was insane. It was a passion and,
0: project, too. That's why I felt so bad for him. He loves that. I mean, and, 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 yeah.
1: Well, the rumors that it's so sad that he actually had to address. Bullshit. It's, it's so yeah. funny, Nick, because it's so funny to me because horror is no different than wrestling. You've got a bunch. They call it in wrestling. There's a term called dirt sheets. Now, what that is, is literal fans who somehow make wrestling fans think that they know shit. And they listen to the bullshit that they write and put out on the internet. Like CM Punk is going to be at is going to be at WWE Survivor's, and then it never happens. And then they say, well, "I never said he was going to be on the show, but he was backstage." And you can never verify this stuff. That's what these idiots do, and they 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 manipulate people into paying for their shows and getting their magazines of bullshit information. The same stuff happens in horror. You see it all the time. Now, there's obviously people that are reputable. You know, you've got your iHorror news buddies. Like, there's reputable people. But there's so much bullshit that gets spewed out there. There was a rumor that this movie, that Monsters cost like 55 million bucks. And it was so sad that it got so much traction. And people believed it so much that Rob had to address it. It got to a point to where he actually had to say, where the fuck are y'all getting this from? Like Mm -hmm. this movie was like, I don't, he's like, I don't even think all my movies combined cost that 55 million bucks. Like, what are you fucking people talking about? So it's sad that it gets to that point with him. I don't know. And maybe it's sad that I get upset about it to people, but you know what? No, I don't know. You're listening to the show and that's what I'm saying. So
0: no, it's not. You like the guy personally. He's never done anything wrong to you. You like his movies. You feel like he's unfairly shit on. And Not even just that. These people can't, they can't just keep it about the movies either. That's the thing that's disheartening. That's the, that it's like, you can't just go, man, I didn't care for the movie. You got to attack the dude as a person. It's like, that's some weak shit. Like that's, that's weak. Like just, and you wouldn't say it to him. I can tell you that you wouldn't say it to him. And you watch interviews with Rob. Just a down-to-earth, knowledgeable guy. Nice guy. He's my guy. spirit animal. Every guy, every person that has ever worked with him will say, I loved working That's him.
1: That's the funny thing, too. Legends in the business. Mm-hmm. Legends, especially in the horror business. Legends will say, oh, he's one of my favorites. Uh, mm-hmm. Fucking Michael McDowell. Malcolm, excuse me. Malcolm mm-hmm. McDowell. He was, oh, I loved him. Bill Mosley. You know, that kills me. Mm-hmm. But I feel the same way about Eli Roth. Like It's like, I don't think his movies are the same as Rob's. Obviously you can very much tell an Eli Roth film from a Rob zombie movie, but the fact is you can tell an Eli Roth movie when you see it, you could tell a Rob zombie movie when you see it. I feel like nowadays, unless Nick tells me who directed one of these fucking conjuring films, I wouldn't know a difference. Uh, you, get, you see what I mean?
0: Yeah. I only know because I do like that series a lot, but I got to tell you, man, man, it's, That's not
1: a slight to those movies. My point is.
0: No, I mean, I mean, if, it's not, is lost. if it's not Juan, cause Juan's one of those directors, you can, you know, a James Wan movie when you're watching a James Wan movie. I mean, you just, you do, you know, Mike Flanagan, when you're watching Mike Flanagan, um, it's people like that. And um, so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad that we're both on the same side of the fence here with this movie. And, and I'm glad to see that the internet is not at all mad about this movie. And I'm glad to see that it's going to do well for what it is. And um
1: it'll do well on physical media, I'm sure. I really I oh, really yeah. think so.
0: Well, it'll make it'll make some money in theaters too. So it, it's a win for Sony. Um, you know, the the question is, do we actually get a sequel? Because I don't think you can leave that ending the way it is without doing that. Um and obviously it's not supernatural, you know, it was a person, but He's still out there. Um, I'd, I'd love it. I'd love to get a sequel next Thanksgiving. And I, I saw some comments on my review that were like, um, you know, I can see the sequel now, like Thanksgiving, uh, Second Helping, and stuff like that, like title names. I'm like, dude, I mean, you really could do, you really could do, um, or like Back for Seconds and stuff like that. Like there's a lot, and it, it's just perfect for Eli Roth too. Like so he did Hostel Part 2. I know he doesn't do at least direct sequels. If if a movie of his gets a sequel, he's usually credited as a producer or whatever, but mm-hmm. he's not. He's not the director. I'd I'd love to see a sequel. I don't think this has viability to turn into a long-running franchise, and I don't think it should, personally. Um, but I, I could see, like, two or three movies out of it, and I think that'd be really cool. And I'd love... Because if we get a sequel, we get another movie to watch around Thanksgiving. And we don't have enough of those. So yeah, I'd love to see a sequel personally. And anytime you get Patrick Dempsey back in a horror movie, I'm game. Like I'm, I'm yeah, he's game. fun. He's fun to watch. And I, he's, I he's rumored to be, I mean, obviously it's rumors guys, but I can't, I know that spyglass wants him for scream seven. They do want him to come back as like Sydney's husband from the, cause he was the cop in scream three that she ended up marrying. Um, so I know they want him to come back, whether he would or not. I mean, he just did Thanksgiving, so I'm sure he probably would. That was Spyglass as well. They're also doing Scream. So I I could totally, totally see it happening. And I know they want him to come back. That'd be great. That'd be great. Um, give me more Patrick Dempsey in horror movies because the guy, he can be a serious actor. He can also ham it the fuck up. Yeah. And I love that. And I love his Boston accent. Because <laughs> it was so... It wasn't genuine because you know he's not, he doesn't have that accent. So, like, it would be every few words he'd throw that accent in there. And yeah. I was like, this is great. I love this.
1: I could, I could foresee, I could foresee them doing another one. And it will definitely be a Eli Roth presents mm-hmm. kind of thing. Uh, but I, I, that's, that's cool. R- really, that's fine. You know, because you never know the sequel. There's always that chance that the sequel could, you know, raise the stakes a little bit or mm-hmm. yeah, why not? Like some days I'm, I have a stick up my ass about stuff like that. Like, no, leave it follows alone. And then a day later they follows get, they, they, they follows, they follow gets announced. And I'm just like, oh, fuck.
0: Yeah. Not just that, but, but it gets announced and it's like, Oh, same writer. Same director, same it's, lead actress. All right, I'm in. It's, it's
1: funny because it's like I act like I I, I act, I act like I'm when I want to be sometimes Mr. Artistic Integrity, but then when I do a video that people like, I'll do thirty of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know, it's like you know what, Christian? How about you get your foot out of your fucking mouth mm-hmm. and uh, just go see the movie?
0: Yeah. Yeah, so that's I, how
1: I, that's how I, I got to remind myself, you know, buddy, look in the mirror sometimes.
0: I gave, I gave this movie four and a half and you made a good point. You can't say this movie is like a five-star movie. Cause like, you, I'm speaking like, for no, myself. You, you I rate know, it, you
1: rate what you want to rate
0: it, but you're not wrong, but I rated it four and a half because I knew what kind of movie it wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And it did exactly what it needed to do. Mm -hmm. Um and I only had one complaint with the entire movie and and I mentioned it in my review, and it was the very, very ending. I thought it was corny.
1: Um remind me, it was like she had a dream.
0: dream. He's like on fire, pulls her into the closet, and like if the movie ends right there, it's not as bad. But then she wakes up and oh, it's a dream, and then the movie's over, like all of a sudden. I was like, that's kind of corny. Like I I I don't know, but again. This was very much in the vein of the late 80s, early 90s slasher movies. So, like, that kind of ending, yeah, you saw that a lot. I I specifically mentioned, I name-dropped A Nightmare on Elm Street in my review. I was like, it felt like like a Nightmare on Elm Street ending. You know, it it did. Um, But I just don't think it fit. Um,
1: Because if he's missing, why not, like, foreshadow a year forward? Yes, And it's Thanksgiving again and they put the knife on the table to get ready to carve the turkey and they they leave the kitchen for the living room for a second they go back and then the knife's gone like where's the knife boom yeah you know
0: or back i mean you could even do something as simple as like she wakes up from the dream realizes it's a dream goes downstairs whatever there's a knock at the door doorbell rings whatever it is some or she just goes outside to check the mail whatever reason it would be that she would open the door and her her little name thing from her place setter at, that was at the table is on her doorstep. Like essentially say like, you know, little Jessica where her spot was at the table. Mm -hmm. Like he just left it there for her. And that's how the movie ends to basically be like, Oh, I'm still out here. Like, don't worry. We're, we're, we're going to have our, our, our Thanksgiving feast. Don't, don't worry. Um,
1: I may be injecting this into the movie myself at this point, but like the ending now, and it may just because of this conversation, the ending now feels like this is what was written down on on the paper. And then there was probably three weeks of everybody pitching an ending. And then eventually it said, fuck it. Let's just, let's just do what we wrote. Cause like there's, I feel like there could be all these different kinds of endings, but at the end of the day, Eli was probably like, he probably heard ideas like some of them and then debates would happen. And then it was just, it felt like, Oh, fuck it. let's just do what we wrote yeah it just
0: it felt very uninspired it really did it really did feel like something that was just like from page to screen like there, there was no deviation like oh this is what we had so let's just fucking do it like yeah. we fine
1: you remember my you remember what my saying is it's like who gives a fuck about the ending if you enjoyed most of it like yeah yeah <laughs> it's really true though am i right yeah like does no, yeah, an yeah. ending ruin a movie? It's no just
0: like no, and that's why I came away and I was like, you know, four and a half. Um minor gripe aside, yeah, I had a blast with it. I mean can I can you I really think did. of a
1: can you think of a movie where you hate literally hated the ending to where it's made you say fuck this movie. I'm I'm not trying to challenge you. I'm like I'm the a genuine... very
0: ending or like like the, the, like the very ending.
1: No, like the very ending. Like vanilla sky, for instance, or um Cause then like don't you like fucking wake up. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, I just wonder, like, I wonder because I say that and I genuinely feel that way, but I do wonder if there's ever a movie where the very ending of a movie made me say, what the fuck?
0: I don't know. I don't know if the very ending ever, I really don't. I really don't know if the very ending of a movie ever made me go, well, oh, fuck that movie. There have been, you know, the final act reveals and stuff that made me go oh my god seriously and i'm looking at you m night Shyamalan. um but what movie oh dude the village oh, we've talked about this i mean dude, I, I, I love I, that movie i, I think adored that, that i adored that movie until the reveal and then i was like fuck you
1: what were you wondering if because to I me the I- actually
0: be like creatures or, or something i re- i wanted that threat to be real i, I because
1: know, the, the creature designs those suits were really cool
0: yes yes
1: But how bizarre is that? I mean, it's a cult. How bizarre is that to realize, like, what if that shit was real? Where these people were living this 1500s cottage life, and it's 1999 in reality, or whatever, 2004, I think, is when that movie came out. Dude, I fucking love that movie. The cast of that movie is, you could not get a better cast on paper than that movie. I mean, I hear you. I'm just defending it. I, I I love that fucking movie so much. Just, to me, it's to it's me that was his to me that was his use your illusion one and two. And after that, it was all bullshit. It was Chinese democracies all over again. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, though, I'm talking about Guns N' Roses records. Yeah, I, I know. It's just under it's just Chinese democracy shit after it. I hate that everything he's crossed. done. I hate everything oh, I don't hate everything he's done after that. I. I I don't know. I think everybody has their time. And I think Shyamalan was 99 through
0: four. Yeah. In Christian my opinion, is out on Shyamalan now, after but all I like him, he's
1: still got one inning, but he has to take, he has to take his playbook, Nick. He has to take his rule book. He needs to throw it out of the window. He needs to throw it out of the window. And, he needs the M Night Shyamalan and M Night Shyamalan movie.
0: Yes, everyone's expecting the twist. What if there is no twist? Do like old It just I I it's not good enough. That's my thing
1: about M Night. His movies aren't bad, but it's like it's not good enough. Like take one of your favorite bands and you get the new record And you understand when you age, sometimes you lose that fire. Sometimes you lose that whatever. But you have to be honest with yourself and say, I'm a ride or die fan for blank band. But in my heart, I know this shit is not good enough. It happens to everybody. Everybody's got a band that's like that. That's M night for me right now. His shit is not good enough. I like the village because it was creepy above. The twist was the twist. I do agree. He needs to twist his own twists.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: but that movie was legitimately creepy but other than that man his shit is just not good enough for me and it sucks cause like dude he's oh he's th- part of my youth like it's so crazy to me how good of a movie Signs is compared to some of. And it really pisses me off that Signs is looked at as a joke by people nowadays especially that alien scene and I keep saying you don't f- fucking get it You have no idea what it was like as a kid. Why? Because the alien's not scary. I mean, it is. Joaquin's reaction is so genuine, where he backs into the fucking clothes and he puts his hand over his mouth. That scared me so bad. And people that lived it, they know. But it really fucking salts my onions that that movie is looked at as a joke by people. It really Mm -hmm. pisses me off.
0: Yeah. I mean, I just, I don't know. I mean, to your point, I, I agree with everything you said. And to your point, you're like, it's like a band, but you know, a band you love puts out a record and you're like, you know, I'm a ride or die, but this shit's just not good enough. That's how I feel about, in Sevenfold's most recent album, it's just not good enough. Um, so yeah, I mean, dude, even Metallica's latest album, I really liked Hardwired. 72 Seasons was just at best okay. Um, that sucks. Um, if you're know. a real
1: fan, you'll be honest about it too. You're not just gonna like say, oh, you have to. Like, I'm a Shyamalan fan but that doesn't mean i have to say all this stuff is good it's like yeah you Mm -hmm. should want to if you're a fan of somebody you know they're capable of you do want to you do want to expect more because you know what they can do that's just it bums me out dude yeah knock at the cabin was just like man we've gotta go back to the drawing board i hated that movie i thought it was terrible for Sean. i've seen it
0: I still, I just probably after because you, of me. <laughs> well, yeah, I was going to say after a couple of my friends were like, yeah, no, I was like, I can't put myself through another Shyamalan movie like that. I can't do it. If I know it's probably going to be bad. I've seen bad Shyamalan. I don't want to watch bad Shyamalan. I Dude, really I love, don't.
1: I love Batista so much. I grew up watching him wrestle. So like, I'm so ride or die for him too. And I was so excited. And it's not like he's bad. And I don't want to get into it. I don't want to get into it. I don't
0: want to get into well, it. It's just, I, I don't know. I, so, one other thing to touch on. I Is did also a It's a Wonderful Knife. Yeah. Uh, Christian said it wasn't playing near him. Couldn't just couldn't it, get to it. Some of you guys saw it too. It very limited release. Uh, I think it was only out in like 800 theaters or something. Um, You know, I had a really fun time with it. It's nowhere... It's not on par with Thanksgiving. No. Um, and it's a, t- I'm sure you've seen It's a Wonderful Life, right?
1: Like the old movie? Yeah. 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 It's Sydney forces me to watch it.
0: Yeah. So it's a, it is literally a twist on that of, you know, getting your wish and then seeing what life would be like had this event been different and then trying to find your way back you know correct right you're wrong to or learn your lesson to get mm-hmm. back to your life but in the vein of a slash who done it slasher movie but it's not really all that much of a who done it um cuz they tell you who did it in like the first 15 minutes of the movie really so you, yeah you know who the killer is now they do add a wrinkle in the second part of the movie where it's like oh shit that's interesting um but you know who did it you know who's responsible for it cuz the opening of the movie well i mean it's this isn't spoilers this is the plot of the movie it is like a massacre that happens the killer gets stopped the killer's identity is revealed and then right. ever you know the main girl who killed the killer says i wish i was never born and then it goes back or it shows her an alternate reality now that she's living in of where she wasn't born. So she wasn't there to stop the killer. So the killer kept killing. And this is what the town looks like now that the killer was never stopped. And so you know who the killer is, you know, who's responsible for it. There are more layers that get added on that do surprise you. Um, But it's a, it's a fun movie, man. It's a fun movie. You know, the only complaint I was hearing from people, a lot of people agreed with me, the first 15 minutes, just not very good. Um, it there, It's really streamlined. And it makes sense once you get the title card and then you see, oh, okay, they had to kind of make that be fast paced so we could actually get into the movie. Okay. But like, it's just not very good. Um, but after the title card, the movie gets good but the complaint i saw from a lot of people was so corny it was literally like like go to if you go to letterboxd for it's a wonderful knife or imdb Mm -hmm. all the one star reviews half star reviews you'll see everyone's gay everyone in the movie is gay (laughs) what the fuck Why why is there a bunch of gay people i'm dead serious i'm dead serious and i'm like seriously like you care that much like I don't know, like <laughs> I, I, it's just so weird to me. I, but I'm dead serious, Christian. Like I'm dead serious. Like like we care. Well, that you gotta much?
1: sign your. Do you have to sign your name to that when you say that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. And it's just like so. When I did, I didn't do a full review for it. I still might. I think I might because um, I do want to talk about it.
1: I want to see well, it, I, man. I, I really was bummed out, by the way. I was telling Sydney, I was like, I really wanted to see it because I know you wanted to talk about it, but dude, I couldn't get to, sh- I don't want to say where I live on the internet, fucking psychos out there. I couldn't get to where I wanted to go on a weekday. I just had to, I couldn't, if it would have been in the other town I told you about, which is about 25, 30 minutes, I could have made it work, but I just couldn't do it, but I think it's drop it on shutter like in a day anyway, or yeah, so.
0: in December. Well, not a day in or des- December. Excuse me. Yeah. So, I mean, it, but dude, it, it was, it was fun. Like it's fun. It really, really is. And, um, there's the, the, the girl, the, the actress that plays the character, when you finally get to watch the movie, I want you to go into it. Looking out for Bernie, look out for Bernie. The actress's name is Jess McLeod. Sanders. Dude, she is. Yeah. Bernie Sanders. Uh, Dude, she's a revelation. She's fucking hilarious. Like, yeah. she is so funny in the movie. Yeah, it's a horror comedy. More like oh, slasher horror. comedy. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. And, but Justin Long is in it.
1: Oh. Dude. You know and what's funny? I, I, can't,
0: I can't say much, but he is awesome. And not only is he in it, and not only is he hamming it up, Christian. Yeah. He has fake teeth in it, so he has these huge buck teeth, and it's oh. fucking hilarious. Oh, man.
1: I'm, I'm so down. We were watching Goosebumps, the new one on Disney,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, he was in it. <clears throat> I didn't like it, man. There was one actor in there that was so bad. It just ruined everything. And then the haunted mask. Dude, it really pissed me off how uninspired it was. It's that mask behind you with no hair. And it's just like a a face. It was it was not good. It was not good. But Justin Long was in it, and he's he's good in everything. I love Justin. So he's that know, starting
0: to age. He really is. You're starting to see it a little bit. He didn't age for like 20 years. Yeah,
1: I think he's knocking on 50.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's in his 40s.
1: You know, still uh, looks great.
0: That, I'd kill to look like that in my late
1: 40s. Such a he he he's got that X factor. Like when you he, when you see him in a movie, you feel good, mm-hmm. and, and I don't know if it's because of seeing him as in you know, Creepers* as a kid, and he his performance just really stuck with me. I guess it He's really just, did.
0: Stealth fear, with his eyes. I yeah, because when yeah.
1: when he came out of the tunnel and his sisters like trying to get him to talk and he won't, I think that stuck with me. But I wanted to see. Uh yeah, I want to see that movie and um you know Terrifier Three, obviously. You could talk about that. Uh I think it's cool. What? It's a Christmas movie.
0: You want to talk about the discourse going on about sure. it online right now?
1: Yeah, so if if what you're talking about is there is there's a a lot of people that th- they hint that a is it a baby, an infant, no. a toddler?
0: No, it's it's like probably seven, eight year old. Seven. Eight year.
1: There's a there's a there's a large number of people that think that that is just crossing a line, and it the arguments that I hear. It doesn't matter that it's just a movie. It's just that like, can we keep some stuff sacred? Is the argument. Um, which I got to be honest, like it's. It's kind of, it's not, it's not something I, it's not something that I would, I don't dismiss that. I don't dismiss those people. I really don't. Like, I kind of get it. If it's, uh, and, and if it's just done for the, for the hell of it, I kind of, because, because then you could say, well, what about Pet Cemetery? But that's really the story of the movie. The whole thing's about, you can understand that. Like, that's, it's not about, let's kill a kid. Let's kill a four-year-old. It's like, no, no, no. This this whole movie is about the grief and loss of a son, and what would you do? So I, I kind of get that argument. I think Leonie's not killing no fucking kid in this movie. There's no way. That's what I think. It's I weird. think he's messing with people. That's my two cents. It's not even in the movie. I don't know how movie.
0: you feel. It's not even in the movie. That teaser was filmed just to be a teaser. And the, oh, did not, he already?
1: He said that already?
0: He didn't say it's not in the movie, but... Bloody disgusting had reported Leone and his team, like and like David Howard Thornton, the little you know, the actress and you know, some people last year filmed just literally filmed this teaser. Like oh. it's it's not in the script. They filmed it as a teaser to announce Terrify to have something to show for Terrifier 3 and to announce that it's a Christmas movie. That's it. Sure.
1: So that's old school. That's filming teaser yes. stuff. That's not it. I, I see. That's cool.
0: It's not gonna fucking happen. And 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 also, <laughs> what do you say about time, that?
1: What do you think about the argument? Because I I kind of I kind of do under-
0: yeah, I understand. Nobody wants to see that. Nobody. I I unless you are a fucking masochist. Nobody wants to see a child and you know incur pain like that in a movie. Even though it's a movie, nobody wants to see that. But at the same time, I think at this point in horror, literally nothing is sacred. We've seen it all. We've seen animals die in heinous ways, kids die in heinous ways, pregnant women. I mean, you name it. We've seen it all. So, like, maybe you never get desensitized to it, but I don't think it's breaking new ground if it were to happen. I also think that Damien Leone bloody disgusting and, and everybody behind this got the response they wanted like I, I,
1: I think they're smarter they're they're yes. pretty smart and I think that I think that they knew this was I think Leon, I think Leone is very smart I, I so with you saying that that my suspicion was he ain't killing no seven year old fucking kid in this movie no. no so that makes sense to me
0: Terrifier 2 was known as pushing the boundaries further than you had seen movies that are in theaters nowadays push the boundaries. So how do you up the ante when you announce the third one? Let's make people think we're about to kill a kid and he's going to eat our intestines.
1: It's not going to fucking
0: happen, but it's going to get the internet talking. Oh, they're talking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Leone's a fucking genius, dude.
1: I, I do think it's cool. It's a Christmas movie. He staked his claim. I I I would have still respected him if he would have said "fuck you, Exorcist." Try me, like I would have respected that. uh And I I don't think that the Terrifier audience is the Exorcist audience. I don't know what the
0: Exorcist audience is.
1: <laughs> I guess I do. It's forty guess, years old.
0: I guess us. <laughs> you know,
1: um, I would have respected that too. But if it's coming out next year, it's nice to have stuff to look forward to. So, and I love the fact that we know about it. We're not having the secrecy crap because everything's a secret nowadays. <clears throat> I do hope it I hope he he does a different style this time. And I'm not necessarily talking about not being ungory, but I don't know. That was if if Terrifier 2 was the black metal version maybe give me the goth version or the, the punk version, like a different style. I don't know how to explain it. Maybe, maybe legitimately more suspenseful or maybe he said uh, it will be.
0: He did say that. He you said, know what I mean? He said the terrifier three is going to be different tonally than the first two. He was like, <laughs> this is, it's different.
1: Yeah. Cool. Cause I, I, my worry is okay. Let's slap it on a holiday. That's different to me on paper. That's not good enough.
0: No, give me some art face scenes, you know, give me some I I really want to see art play with his prey almost like I I think that would be cool. Like inject a little old school Myers in there, you know, like,
1: well, do you think they're going to explore if if he's uh, the papa to the kids? Because that's what a lot of people
0: think. You will get some answers. I Leone did say that. He was like, some of the answers that were raised and the questions that were raised in Terrifier 2, you will get answers to in Terrifier 3. Or you will, I think he said, start to get answers to. So they're not going to throw the kitchen sink at us in the next movie because he already has four planned as well. Uh, he doesn't have anything planned after that, but he said <laughs> right now he's got three and four. I mean, three is obviously written fours in his head. So you're not going to get all the answers, but yeah, you're going to start to get some answers for sure.
1: I think if this movie does legitimately well, we can start legitimately talking about considering art, the clown, a slasher icon. I'd agree because just the birth of art, the clown is completely, You can't buy what Leone got with art. You can't buy it. It was a fucking little character in this found, in this not really found footage movie, but kind of All Hallows Eve, which I love. And the people said, I want more of that clown. And I'm sure he was like, what? Like, what about my movie? Mm -hmm. And I don't want that clown. You can't buy that. If you create something like that, you got to do it, and the people want it. It's just the, just the way he was really birthed by the fans—not necessarily just the character in the movie, but like the fans are like, "We want that." That itself is the people deciding what's going to become an icon or not. So, I think if this movie legitimately does well, we can really start having conversations about it. Oh, this will th-
0: be this will be bigger than two. Money I, I think
1: I think so, because I, I'll say it again. In my opinion, to be considered in a horror icon, I really think you got to go the distance. There are exceptions to the rule. There are because sometimes a movie is so impactful, it changes the culture like Silence of the Lambs it literally changed the 90s. It was the nirvana of the 90s. Everything was a psychological thriller after that. But I think for the most part, when you own a decade like Freddie, Jason, Michael, Chucky, when you own a decade, you're an icon because you never go away. Once you, once you cement yourself for so long into a a generation, that's it. I think we could start having that conversation with art.
0: Yeah, I would agree. I really would. Um, i mean i'm 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 close anyway it's blasphemy to say it yet i'm I'm not that dumb, but i'm definitely i guess i would say i'm close to the point where i'm comfortable um pondering it is is where i'm at like i'm close to the point where i'm i'm comfortable going, this is a real possibility and um that's awesome i mean i'd say the last great lasting icon that came out in our lifetime was Jigsaw. um lasting at least the creeper from jeepers creepers had the potential but because of the director it, it never reached the heights it should have um there have been good one-off movies or maybe they got a sequel but that was it like sinister like the and sinister um but you know it just, just didn't it it didn't pan out long term uh i think art yeah is is definitely going to be someone you look back on like jigsaw in your life and go damn we really saw the birth of that we saw that happen um and in related news saw x crossed 100 million dollars which is It's still big. it's
1: still playing at my local theater.
0: It's 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 having really good legs that's why it, it just it's it was it was made on a 13 million dollar budget this thing's made 10 times its money almost good you're getting another one and uh apparently on the commentary the the you know the blu-ray and whatnot hasn't come out yet but apparently on the commentary the director kevin Grudert says uh cecilia will be coming back for the next one so they they just haven't officially announced the next one but Rem- apparently he says it on the commentary the chick that survived so okay. you know the bitch that was behind it all so wait up so <sighs> so it's probably going to take place between two and three again yep okay so we're talking four or one and two between two one and two two and three whatever we're talking more wigs um yep but i don't give a shit as long as you bring me Hoff- give me hoffman in more than one fucking scene Give me more Hoffman.
1: Okay. Um, I'll tell you this. I saw the best teaser trailer I've ever seen in my life today. For what? Night swim. I
0: I fucking said that a month ago. I know. And, a- and nobody fucking cared. And I was like, this looks really good. And I did a video last week on my 10 most anticipated movies of next year. And I put that on there. It yeah. looks really fucking good, man.
1: Incredible teaser trailer. Yes. Literally, literally exactly how to pump you up for a movie. I have no idea what it's about, and I can't wait to find out.
0: Yes. Yes. And that's a Blumhouse movie, guys. I know. They, they put out good movies. They really uh, do. There's I was some- expecting
1: to see the whole movie. In the trailer Because yeah, right? <laughs> they well, show Blumhouse first.
0: Yeah. Dude, but, it looks incredible. It looks like a fucking monster movie. Yes. Yes. Could be next year's Barbarian. I mean, who knows? Because the Barbarian trailers didn't show you shit. Nothing. Movie. I love that movie so much. I'm telling you,
1: man. I I am excited for that because that was such a good teaser trailer. I kept thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And you hear that that sound that that thing made. Mm-hmm. That ain't human. So I'm excited about that, you know, because that's, I just, I I don't know. I really don't want Blumhouse to platinum dunes itself and just fucking make too many mistakes and disappear.
0: They won't. Five Nights at Freddy's is going to make like $300 million when it's all said and done.
1: That's true. That's true. And God bless them for it. Um, I I just don't want it to happen because I it's like we went through Blumhouse's f- movies and there were a lot of them are like you know what
0: there was more okay to good than bad
1: yeah and most of the bad were s- sequels to me so they always start out pretty good
0: like yeah or every now and then they do have an original IP that just fucking no fantasy oh yeah out.
1: of course fantasy <laughs> terrible but yeah night swim has my attention it's a great title for a movie you you figure it out right away what it's about but you don't know what it's about but you know what it's about mm-hmm. it it invokes something night swim boom what what comes to your mind what comes to my mind it could be two totally different things and the beauty yeah. is we w- w- either one of us could be right about it at this point so dude it's that's that was what i was talking about like chef's kiss to that teaser trailer. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if I saw any other teaser trailers that grab my attention. I can't remember. Probably not. Cause that's the only one I can remember. But then again, I have a three hour memory span.
0: There, there's nothing. There's nothing else coming out this year that I need to see in theaters till the end of well, this year.
1: Is there even anything else coming out?
0: Yeah. You got the new Aquaman movie. You got a new rom-com. I saw the trailer for before Thanksgiving. Um, there's some things. Uh, the The Hunger Games prequel came out this weekend as well. Um, Sydney was
1: talking about that.
0: Yeah, but like, it's just I'm like, okay. After Thanksgiving, I was like, all right, 2023 for me is pretty much done now. I'm I'm good.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think so. Oh, fucking Iron Claw! I literally that's I'm I'm so excited to see that.
0: Is that coming to theaters? Oh, my God. Uh, It's probably like limited release because it's A24.
1: I don't know, man. Like, let me see. I'm telling you, Nick, I want to tell you the story about the Von Erich family. It's so sad. This is going to be one of the most painful movies of a family, a wrestling. You don't have to be a wrestling fan. It'll be one of the most painful movies you'll ever see. All right. It comes out on the 22nd.
0: That's this week.
1: No, no. I'm sorry. December.
0: Okay, that's my birthday.
1: But don't watch it on your birthday. <laughs> I'm yeah. telling you, man. I'm sure it's coming all over. It's too big of a movie, Nick. It's Zach Efron. It's, uh, and dude, he looks like a pro wrestler. I don't, they got Chavo Guerrero, who is a veteran in the wrestling world, to train these guys. Um, they got ring ready. They they learned how to take bumps. They learned how to run the... like. They learned how to legitimately pro-wrestle for this. And I saw that Zach Efron, he had to have gotten on the juice because he's got steroid gut in this movie. You know what I'm talking about? Like, dude, he is jacked. He looks like he's about to... You could pop him with a needle. He's so puffed up. He looks like a pro-wrestler. He's got the old, early 80s, late 70s... Shag Mullet like the Von Ericks did. Like, dude, I literally am at the edge of my seat to see this movie, but I know it's gonna make me cry like a bitch because it's so devastating what that family went through.
0: Yeah, Jeremy Allen White's in it too. I really I like him. him. I love him. Mm-hmm.
1: I love him because he's so un-Hollywood looking. I guess he yeah. kind of is getting to be more of like that Jillen Hall kind of rough, pretty boy that rough guy look that people like. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I was, I used to watch Shameless.
0: Oh, loved that show,
1: loved it. Yeah, I did too. And, until Fiona left.
0: Yeah, it was never as I still watched it all the way through, but it was it was different after she was gone. She
1: was so beautiful. I loved her, and she her storylines in the show were always to me the most interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. But my, I mean, I, my favorite character I think was always Lip.
1: Lip. Jeremy Allen yeah.
0: White. Yeah. I liked Ian a lot, too. I, I did really the, like Ian. This is his Fucking face. hated Debbie. Fucking hated Debbie.
1: Yeah. It's so funny because Lip, I don't know if his name was, because his face is like this. Yeah. You know, like his. Well, his name his,
0: is Philip, and they called him his, Lip.
1: His, he's a good actor. He's got like that. Oh, he just seems like a real human. And um, I was so excited to see him in Iron Claw. I, I'm so excited to see that he's in Iron Claw. And what's so cool is our buddy Akeem worked on it and he yep. was telling me, he was telling me, he's like, like, like Christian, you know, like, I, I can't even say this because I don't want to tell you a single thing because I'm assuming you don't know about the Von Erics
0: No, I don't. But I can tell you that from what Akeem told me is like, look, man, we put a lot into this movie. This movie is the real fucking deal. Like you, you got to see this movie. Like it's oh, yeah, the yeah. real.
1: It's devastating what happened. Um, But there is somebody, and I I can't say the person because then it's kind of spoiling something, but there is somebody legitimately involved with the family that was heavily part of the movie. And he told me, like, they didn't stray away from any true darkness of anything, which is crazy to me, because to see what I'm going to see on screen in this movie is going to be extremely painful. But I anticipate that. Oh fuck! I did. How have we not talked about this? Sydney, when I got back from Thanksgiving today, she said I already bought our tickets. December second, we're going. Me and you, we're going to see Godzilla minus one in the fucking theater. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the trailer for that, dude? It looks. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. This, because this ain't no bullshit. City no. loves Shin Godzilla so much, and that movie got shit on by the American audience. I liked it. I did too. What I, yeah. you know, what I really liked about Shin Godzilla,
0: what
1: the government in that movie, the government was really looking out for the best interests of the people. Mm-hmm. That was so refreshing.
0: Mm-hmm. That's not real.
1: <laughs> I mean, but dude, this movie. Godzilla minus one looks like it's going to kick
0: your fucking ass. It does. And, and also you better go see that. I will. I will. Cause we can
1: talk about that next month. And for the four people that watch the show, that will actually see the, not the four people yeah. that watch the show, the four people that actually see the movie that watch the show will enjoy when we talk about that. I'm, Cause I'm you're a
0: man of the G man. So oh God. yeah, God, but I, I will, I, I'll tell you this too, Christian Monarch, the, the show, the, MonsterVerse show premiered premiered yesterday.
1: Oh, did it really?
0: Yeah, the only the first two episodes. Where, I think what is that on? Is that on Max Apple TV, which is oh, one of the fuck. only. Like, but I think it's only like ten bucks a month. So, Wait, I'm but gonna, I have
1: a thousand ten bucks a month streaming sites already.
0: Guess what? I got a new debit card, so a bunch of so once. Well, like, I don't the, have a new debit card. <laughs> once things were due. My old debit card's not active anymore, so a bunch of things fell off that I'm not using anymore, and now I've really been able to go, "Wow, I can like pick again what I actually want to sign up for and pay for." And you know what
1: I? You know I'm gonna do. I'm gonna look, wait for the show to come out, the season to finish.
0: I'm trial be- it, free trial <laughs> it, binge that shit. Yeah, I'm gonna hit it and quit it. Yeah, I, I'll tell you though. I'll tell you though. The review, the reviews for it have been really good. Like really good. It's only the first two episodes that have been released so far, but the reviews are really good. So good,
1: that's good to hear. I mean, dude, Kurt cool. Russell. Kurt Russell. Oh, that's great. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And his and son Wyatt Russell, who is playing the younger
0: version of him.
1: Oh, really? Yes, I'll be down. That'd be interesting to see. hmm. So, no, I'm excited yeah. about. I'm excited to see. I'm uh, excited
0: for, and I, next year, dude. Godzilla and Kong, the new Empire, the sequel to Godzilla versus Kong comes out in theaters in April, I think, or May. Who directed that? Did, did Michael Adam Wingard again? Adam winger again. He directed Godzilla versus Kong. Wait a minute,
1: did Michael Dougherty, the Trick Treat yeah, guy, King direct one?
0: Yeah, King of the Monsters. Okay, still, okay. Still the best one of of the MonsterVerse, in my opinion. Still the best. You, you know
1: what? It was a great movie, but why am I so annoyed that Godzilla got his ass whooped the majority of the film? Why does that annoy me so
0: much? I was too, but I will tell you this. One way I justify that is at the end, he fucks Ghidorah up. So I was like, okay, all right, he, he and, got he got the last laugh. But also, Ghidorah's is an alien.
1: Don't get me like, wrong, Ghidor- G- Ghidorah should be an ass kicker because mm-hmm. he is the mecca. Expect like when on the there's a Super Nintendo game called Super Godzilla. Yeah, he is the final boss. Because
0: mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: the funny thing is, you fight Ghidorah, you in the beginning And you knock off his middle head Then he comes back at the end And he's got the He's got the middle silver He's got the chrome head Um, I'm excited It's like Godzilla is I feel like Godzilla Was something that a family member For a lot of people got him into when they were kids My uncle was that person for me And we watched all the say stuff I mean all the shitty ones Manila
0: well, my older brother was the one because he had the uh, the '90s Godzilla, uh, the Matthew Broderick. He had the the like big Godzilla toy from it. Oh, dude. Um, that, that
1: I mean, I wish I Katrina. Well, I kept them all. Mm-hmm. I had them up
0: until and Katrina. He had, he had he had the big Godzilla and a bunch of the babies, mm-hmm. and I would play with those fuckers all oh. the time.
1: I, I wish I wish Scream Factory would get into that but then again like toho i don't they're pretty yeah I they're, they're they would, the
0: rights issues there they're pretty they keep that shit pretty close to the vest
1: because like dude i love the like some of those heisei ones they're so modest but it's like something about watching in the late 60s a guy in this this like the kong versus godzilla movie from 63 i think is insane to watch because it's two guys and Sue's rumbling. Yeah. And it's like you see Godzilla in the new ones. It's. <gasps> and in 63, Godzilla is. Yeah. <laughs> He's sparring with King Kong. And but what's so cool is like, dude, they built all those miniatures and they're
0: incredible.
1: Those mm-hmm. miniature buildings. Oh, this is so cool. So I, I love it all. I love the Heisei. I love the I love the Showa era. Godzilla vs. Biollante is one of my favorites of all time. That was '89, and that is one of the most disturbing-looking creatures. It's so creepy. Um, I remember the first Godzilla movie I saw in the theaters was not '98. I didn't see that in the theaters. We got the VHS from like my '99 or 2000 for one of my, even my brother. But my uncle took me and my brother to see Godzilla 2000 because Toho always rebounds. Whenever America makes one.
0: Yeah, they Toho do.
1: says, Toho's like, "No, no, no, no. Now it's our turn. Let me show you how it's done." And for the most part, they usually do better. Like Godzilla 2000 was a really great movie. I loved it. And seeing that in theaters was incredible. And I like Shin. Shin was a good movie. I I think it was an experimental Godzilla film. Uh, and I think that wasn't going to jive with people, but I was so like, "What is this tadpole thing doing in this throughout the city?" Like Yeah. But as it grew, and there's something about there's something about Asian CGI. It's it it almost has the same kind of charm the way American practical effects does. I know that sounds weird, but there's a quirkiness to to Asian CGI that I you love. Can always,
0: you can always point it out. It's very you can point it
1: out. It's yeah. yeah. So I don't know, dude, but the trailers, the promotion for Godzilla minus one, this Godzilla looks like a fucking beast. Yeah. So I am I can't city's a big Godzilla fan too. so when she was like Christian, I got the tickets already. You're off work that day. We're going to see Godzilla minus one. I'm so excited for that and I really hope people go see that, you know because oh, I'm gonna see it to, to see that's real Toho movies in theaters is you
0: know, that's great. Also for the next uh Godzilla the American Godzilla and Kong that comes out next year just want to let everybody know that wanted more of this character and felt like we were shafted. Fret not Mothra will be back. Oh, this- Mothra. I yeah. fucking
1: hate Mothra. I hate that stupid as some bird butterfly thing. You
0: know who I wanted more of Rodan?
1: Excuse Rodan, Rodan, had, Rodan is a legend. Rodan, Rodan had their set of uh, their own movies that are great. Mm-hmm. Shoa and Heisei and oh, dude, Rodan's great. I
0: Rodan. Can I tell you what, level a city just by flapping its wings.
1: I'll tell you what I want. My favorite, one of my favorite characters of all time. Me and my brother are ride or die. America will never do it. It's too off the cuff. I want Space Godzilla so oh. bad. That beautiful blue design with the with the Arctic frost tip things on his yeah. back and the like the I glowing...
0: America would never do it because you would have said that maybe 10 years ago about Mecha Godzilla and they yeah, did
1: it. You're right, you're right. But I mean I'm trying to figure out how the fuck does Godzilla from space get on I I don't know, but like dude I that the the look of Space Godzilla is so gorgeous. Yeah. I want Space Godzilla so
0: that, bad. That was the coolest thing for me about Godzilla versus Kong. Was Godzilla. in the sense that I mean in the sense that like, well, also Godzilla kicked serious ass in that movie. He fucked Kong up. I no. went
1: into that movie a Kong fan. I walked out a Godzilla fan because the Godzilla yeah. was a little bit more of a heel, oh, a yeah. more of a bad guy, and oh, yeah. but it came I across as
0: had fucking Kong under his foot and was like submit to me, bitch. I was like, right. yeah, submit,
1: fucker. <laughs> that's how I prefer my Godzilla to be. To me. Personally, Godzilla is at his best when he's the bad guy. That's mm-hmm. that's just my style, which is probably why King of the Monsters isn't my favorite. Like, I really loved him in Godzilla vs. Kong. I love the neon in the cities, but a lot of people were just kind of like, oh, come on, man. I thought it looked great. I, I, I don't know why I never got that on 4K. No,
0: they, I don't think
1: I'd gotten into the format yet.
0: Adam Wingard said that there are two moments in Godzilla vs. Kong where he made Godzilla smile. Like and in a in a like dickish way and one of them i can think of off the top of my head after he burns kong with his atomic breath in hong kong and kong like he's like and fucking falls god it shows godzilla's face and he does this like like little smirk kind of thing and it's like it's like almost giving that personality to godzilla is so awesome where he's that. like yeah i'm a badass i know i'm a badass um what That's i'm what thinking like. about but i loved that they they brought mecca into america i i really did like that because you would think how the fuck are you gonna do mecca godzilla and sell that i thought they did it really well and they hit it they didn't it you didn't know till you went and saw the movie i had heard rumors but you didn't know until you saw the movie they didn't show it in the trailers they didn't say anything about it in the plot summary but what i'm wondering about godzilla and kong dude who's the big bad is it Destroya? is it what uh gamera I mean, like, who, who's the big bad in this one? They already killed Ghidorah. Mecha Godzilla has been destroyed. Who's the big bad? Oh, that's a great question. A lot of people have said Destroya, because Destroya is a pretty fucking iconic Godzilla villain. But
1: maybe I'll get lucky in the slim chance. It's Space, Space, Godzilla.
0: Godzilla. Space Godzilla. Did
1: you know people? I know that if it was done right, people would love it.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because, like I said, Mecha Godzilla was done right. And I know a lot of people weren't a huge fan of Mecha's design. I was fine with it. It, it looked well, like what modern technology would do. I mean,
1: what's interesting is like Toho approves all that. Mm-hmm. And I really think that they prefer it. Cause they have, you know, people shit on the look of the 98 Godzilla and I, I don't think they realize, at least some people don't realize Toho okayed that look. And I think they almost do it on purpose in a sense to really give some Separate distance.
0: Themselves. Yep. I will say this. I don't necessarily it, the look of 98 Godzilla. I hate the lore. I hate the lore that it was like bomb testing and, in in and, and the radiation and whatnot changing. I, I, if I'm, I haven't watched a movie in years, but that's the lore, right? That it's basically like an iguana that was like overgrown because of
1: yeah. They went, spe- they went specific with something. That's kind of that's kind of what the fat Godzilla is too. Is a no, casual
0: no. In, in 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 the monster verse Godzilla is a a god that's been here for tens of thousands of years, like an ancient god. And isn't it? Oh, like a why do I remember in the 2014 Earth? they were talking about. Go- explosions because, because of the mutos and stuff the mutos the the, enemy, the mutos yes they they fed on that, that I, radiation. like they they the the bomb tests in the that's what
1: it was that's what
0: it was it woke them back up but godzilla has been there for tens of thousands of years as a protector of earth and yeah, he's he's a god essentially, like Zeus, or you know, I mean, that's who Godzilla is, and it, that's the only thing. I didn't hate the look of '98s; I just hated the lore because Godzilla was always supposed to be like an ancient protector. Right.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah. It's interesting. I, I, you know, when whenever people hear me say, "Oh, I love Godzilla '98," I lived it though. So like you, when you were when you were a people kid when you were a kid and you go to Taco Bell and you get toys and you get all the stuff from Toys R Us at the time and you have the VHS, it's a part of your life. It's hard to dislike it. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean you think it's a great movie, but like, that's why I say, Oh, I love it because it's literally a part of my life. Yeah. You know, for some other people that are either older and lived it and had much better experiences with Godzilla films before that in the nineties, I get that. But like, that was, a big part of my childhood
0: Plus, so it's, who, who in their right mind can say they don't like the the little velociraptor godzilla babies
1: yeah it's oh, great those scared was scared me as a kid they're
0: fucking freaky they're fucking freaky yeah. so
1: I, that's pretty much all i have i could uh, i'm trying to
0: think say we've gone well over two hours this we definitely gave the people the money their money's worth their time uh we, we apologize for the uh the hiccup last time guys i do want to say we will be back next month um obviously before christmas we're gonna talk about godzilla minus one we're gonna talk about hopefully christian has seen it's a wonderful knife by then so we can kind of delve into that a little more um and then we'll just obviously talk about christmas movies not just not just horror i mean comedies action move die hard i mean you name it like we're gonna do it we'll have a, a christmas episode it'll be a fun time yeah um to all you guys watching you know, leave a like on here, comment down below, you know, discuss with us as always. It's been a while, so I'm expecting you guys to be pretty active in the comments. I, I, y'all better be, um, Christian, you got anything else for the people before we let them go?
1: Uh, no, just, um, you know, I know things are different and the shows are less frequent, but, uh, we have a lot, it's, it's, we have a, we had a lot to talk about, which was really nice. So, uh, just thanks for listening. Um, there's a ton of shit in the archives. Obviously, if you go on Spotify, we have over 100 episodes you can listen to still. Um, And we'll see you next month. Time flies. So it's like, we're going to be back before you know it. And Thank you for listening.
0: Like like we said, it's going to give us a lot to talk about every time we do an episode, and it's going to make these episodes feel more like an event. And these episodes are going to be two hours plus. And so far, that has been the case. So, yeah. I mean, thank you guys so much. Uh, We love all of you. Take care of yourselves. Have a good Thanksgiving. And uh, we'll be back to uh, talk some Christmas vacation soon. So we love you. Take it easy. And end recording.